Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. It's Midnight Snack. I'm here with Dan Acton. We have a great show ahead. We've got two of my favorite comedians, Pat Regan and Kat Cohen from Seek Treatment are going to be with us. But right now, very handsome in navy blue today, Dan Acton. Thank you. Dan, we have so much to talk about. I actually... You know what sucks, Dan? You're one of my dearest friends. And sometimes I have stories that I want to tell you and it's like blue balling. Like, I know I have to wait for the podcast <laughs> to tell them to you. Yeah, and I it know. sucks. I should just start record- recording our calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Linda Tripp. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> a great idea. Just to record our calls. Uh, I'm in a 15th century apartment in Florence right now that I moved into today. I'll probably be here. I'm just sick of traveling. Like I want to just, uh, if the bed is comfortable, I may stay for like two or three weeks because I'm just sick of moving around. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I will tell you that the guy is very nice, the guy who met me to like check me in. And I said, you know, this place has the energy. Like, I feel like I could write a book here actually because it's like beautiful views and nice tables and everything. And he goes, yeah. oh, a very wealthy woman from Singapore did that. She came here and stayed for 45 days. And I thought, oh my gosh, really? And he oh, went, wow. yes. And she, she wrote one chapter. She, he goes, she came, she stayed for 45 days to write the last chapter of her book. That's what he said. I went, 45 days? Oh. Okay. I went, maybe she's not born that for it. That was the last chapter, at least. Yeah. Yeah, the last one. Danny, how have you been? What's new? Good. Um, I, had a, I had a pretty good weekend. Um, I conmarried my bathroom. That's why my hair looks good, I think. I found some like beach spray spray. That I'm going to use like constantly now. <laughs> Wait, by the way, for those listening, they're like, Michelle didn't say his hair looked good, but it does look good. I, I texted you yesterday. That you texted hair, that, yeah. That's why, that's why I should Linda trip it. Yeah, you, you said it looked good See, before. <laughs> Linda, you got to Linda trip me. Linda trip me up. Linda trip me up and pull out the receipts, just like at that congressional hearing or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, whenever time I texted you this weekend, you were getting hit on, you were feeling sexy, and that's the way it should always be. Oh yeah, it was amazing. And actually, so I, so I did go out. I forced myself out to uh, Julius, where we've been before on Sunday afternoon, um, for a little thing. And I'd been kind of depressed all week, like, you know, whatever. Everybody's depressed. And suddenly, I got like really hit on by like a couple of like really cute guys at Julius. And I thought it was going great. And then they left. And my friend was like, "Oh, that guy was definitely on drugs." Like I could, t I knew the signs. <laughs> <laughs> he was being so overly sexual. I couldn't believe he's like, that's the sign. I was like, really? <laughs> Wait, you know, what's so funny about that? Because I uh, did a thing Friday night. Well, I have a major story to tell you that, you know, the story, you know, the hints, but I have like an update. Yeah. I have an epic tale coming your way, listeners. And uh, I'm going to try to keep it fresh. I know I will because Dan's here, but I'll make this part quick, which is that I took a pasta making class Friday night because... I'm a fucking piece of shit asshole. And I was like, oh, it's like 40 bucks. I thought this might be fun. And you never yeah. know. Sometimes you meet fun people. Like when I was in Lisbon years ago, I went on this really fun, like off the beaten path dinner tour and befriended this couple yeah. who I hung out with, you know, later on in the week. So you never know. Right. This was not that. This was not that. This was uh, me. Um, then this guy from Shanghai who was nice. And then these lovely girls who were studying abroad, they were like 19 and then two uh, all Americans, obviously. And then two couples, straight couples who were, I'm just going to call it. And I hope they hear this just the absolute rudest, most unbearable Americans. I think really, Oh really? To the point where I, you know, you forget when you're gone long enough, you forget what Americans can be like. And even when you live in New York, you forget what, some people are like, and I have to tell you something like the guy kept trying to be funny. So he would like break the egg on the table and be like, was I not supposed to do that? It's like, where do what? you think you are? Like he was making. He like smashed it on the table. Instead of in the bowl. He was like, oops, I broke it on the table. Like you're 40, yeah. dude. What the fuck are you doing? I was 
and they, I'm there in like yeah. my black turtleneck, like Moomin Sean yeah. <laughs> rockets, like so rude, like get it together. But I ended up leaving early because I had, I, I was watching everybody use their disgusting fingers to make this pasta. And then it slowly started dawning on me that I was going to have to eat, that they were going to mix all our shit yeah, together. Yeah, they throw it into one big cauldron and then yes. you like... <laughs> call my children. I said, I'm not eating out of the cauldron. Uh-uh. So I made up an excuse. Like literally I made, um, I was the worst one there, by the way. You know what? I always think the only reason why I'm not a cook is because I've never been taught. Let me tell you something. Either you're born with it or you're not. And the girl next to me, who was such a bitch to the point where one of the wives, to the point where I turned to her at one point and I said, are you sorry that you got stuck next to me? her but nicely but i was like are you mad that like you're next to me because she was so rude i was trying to be nice and it's like listen oh. like we're here to start you know what i mean fuck you yeah a nobody's forcing you to learn how to make pasta yeah no, a real bitch but anyway but hers were so nice i was like wow like she really made nice ones my, <laughs> well, of like, course, yeah. my like eight-year-old niece <laughs> they were horrible but anyway i, I saw the photo <laughs> it's very like they were it bad. Was very like, yeah, it was very like Gumby characters where you can like see the thumbprint. No, but hold on a minute. You, yeah, that's right. You, because <laughs> we made tortellini and ravioli. My ravioli didn't look too bad. I admit the tortellini really looked like shit. You know why? Because I was overstuffing them. But then the guy who was running mm. it, I, I slowly started realizing like I can't, I can't eat this. I want to throw up. I will barf if I have to eat what these disgusting people have shoved their disgusting fingers into. And so I said, two hours into it, I go, I'm so sorry. I have to go meet someone. Have, goodbye. And the chef was like, please. He goes, please come back. I'll t- uh, come back. I'll teach you another class. And I went, no, 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 absolutely not. Don't be crazy. Like I'm fine. And then he WhatsApped me later that night to be like, I'd love to see you again. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I thought to myself, this guy, because he was like your typical Italian schmoozer, you know, I thought. Okay. He. Oh, my God. Do you hear those dogs? There are dogs in the air shaft here who are like Cerberi. They're nuts. Anyway, (laughs) they're so freaking loud. So, um, no, long story short. So he messaged me and I thought this guy has he's like. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein. He's running a sex trafficking ring <laughs> out of this pasta making class. That's why it's so cheap. It's 40 bucks per person, which is nothing. But then he must meet an American girl each class. He must put his sights on someone. And how did he even get my number? Wait, was, was he that creep? Well, didn't you give it when you like signed up for the class? I, my Airbnb thing. I booked it online. So I don't know. He must oh. have had it somehow. Like I didn't say that. Text me. Let's okay. hang out. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'm telling you sex trafficking. <laughs> Okay. Dan Acton, I need your I need you to interrupt me as I tell this story <laughs> because uh something terrible happened to me this weekend. No. Like that. <laughs> exactly like that. Wait, dude, let's do it. Like even just as I'm talking now, just okay. like interrupt me like as I'm no, saying. Oh, no, yes. Michelle, I can't take it. Yes. That's that's good. That's, that's good audio. <laughs> by the way, keep that in. Don't edit that out for once. <laughs> So, you know, I rent, I, I, you know, I always have wild ideas, Dan. I'm always, I don't know. I'm, I'm fun. Like I'm a fun person. Not really fun, but I can be fun. He's He's already on the floor. I haven't even said anything. Listen, you know, I'm also addicted to outlet malls. I have, it's an addiction Mm -hmm. that I can admit. 
true. To me, it's like going to the museum. It's like my stock market. Like I like to know what does this store have compared to which one is better? Like it's like comparing, contrasting. I enjoy it. It's sick. Yeah. Yes. So they have the famous one here in Florence called the, it's literally called the mall Firenze. And it's about a half an hour away. And it's okay. this really incredible designer mall. They have all like the Gucci's, the Prada's, you name it, the big names. Um, yeah. I was there with my mother 10 years ago when we went to Italy together and fought every day. And I famously cracked my head open on a windowsill, but that's a story for a different podcast. So, so I rented a car from this place called Tuscany by car. They had an automatic SUV for me. I'm not telling the story, right? I got to rewind a day earlier, which is that a day earlier. <laughs> sorry. I have to yeah. re- realize this that week I bought a mirror. I bought a, a handheld mirror, you know, most people use it to women. They always say a hand mirror to look at your vaginal lips. That's not why I bought this. I bought this. To what? Do, you never, you never this? Oh, like a mirror and a flashlight. Yes. In every yeah. sex ed okay, book, cool. it always says, take a hand mirror. So what the fuck is a hand mirror? But now I know because I bought one. Like cursed hand mirror. Yes. The, the hand mirror is Pearl hand. handled. Yeah. yeah. So... <laughs> I buy this mirror to do my makeup. Fine. <laughs> I come home. I open it up. It's cracked. I'm like, I don't fucking uh, believe that I bought bad, 2022. Yeah. Okay. Everyone, I want you to put little pins in your little cork board as I tell the story and follow the dots. <laughs> Friday, I go to buy a sandwich. I have like 10 minutes until my serious show starts. And there's a place very close to my apartment. And I go in and I order, you know, the fucking prosciutto. I want a bar from ham, by the way. But I get like prosciutto and mozz and bread. And this, yeah. it's a busy, very small, packed little place. And the woman makes it. She goes, seven euro, cheap. And I give her my credit card and she goes, cash only. It's a cash only. Mm. And I said, I have, I don't have any cash on me. And her son who speaks English comes over. She like calls him over. He's cute. He's like 22. And they now get into a fight over, cause I'm saying, listen, I have to go to work by two o'clock. So either I, but I was hungry. Right. So I was like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. live at number 10 building 10. It's like two doors down. Let me work until four and then I'll get money and I'll come back. And then of course right, they're not right, going to do right. that, which is crazy that I even said it, but you never know. It's like a little area, whatever. Sure. The son yeah. was all for it. And he kept going. This, the whole restaurant was watching this. He kept going, mama. Mama, and then speaking Italian, mama, let her, you know, let her go. And she was arguing. I I understood. And I started getting so embarrassed, like by the argument that was breaking out over this fucking sandwich that even with no time, I said, there's an ATM here. Give me one second. So I go to the ATM machine. I get a 300 euro, come back, pay. They're very happy. Sandwich sucked. Important to note that. It wasn't good even. Mama. Well, they knew if you ate it and tried it, you would never come back to pay for it. (laughs) Wait, that's funny, actually. <laughs> that's exactly if she takes it. the sandwich, my son, she'll never be back. <laughs> that's his leaving disguise for the next two weeks. Wasn't living there anyway. So okay, so I decide that night I'm going to rent a car to go to the outlets because it's a pain to get there. You have to do like a bus, and then also there's mm. the famous Prada outlet, which is a little further out, but that's right next to the warehouse. One time, famously, I got a beautiful big leather Prada bag for like 400 bucks with my mom 10 years ago. I mean, gorgeous. So oh, I wow. thought, it's worth the drive. I'll rent a car. So the next morning I go, they give me a Jeep Compass. It's really nice, brand new, like 4,000 miles on it. Drives like a freaking dream. I'm so comfortable in this stupid Jeep Compass. It's hybrid. It's so quiet. And I'm driving in Italy. And I'm like, I'm living the fucking dream right now. I thought, 
nothing can stop me now that I can drive in Italy. Like I genuinely <laughs> thought that. Because I'm like, well, this is crazy. I'm a, I'm a single girl. I'm here in Italy. And look at me. Look at me go in my Jeep to the Prada outlet. The like, mirror was the furthest thing from your mind at that point. At that point. Because you guys know it's coming. Or don't you? So anyway, so I go to Prada and... um. I, uh, sometimes I make you check your bag. So I decided I take my purse out. I take my mm. passport, my Vax cards, two credit cards, my license and my phone. And I yeah. leave the purse in the back seat because also I have my hooded coat on and it's annoying. If you want to try stuff on, you have to take the crossbody bag, right, undo right, right. it. It's like such a pain in the ass. So I figure I'll just leave the purse under the seat. Fine. So I go into Prada. I'm not going to lie. I did buy literally the most fucking beautiful bag. I'll show it to you at the end. I mean, if you have time, it's killer. You'll shit. Uh, not cheap, 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 but for what it is a bargain. Okay. So hold on, mm-hmm. but not, it was still expensive. Okay, fine. Leather inside, outside it's killer. Okay. So now I go to the, uh, mall, all caps, Firenze. Yeah. And I put it in, um, my GPS and my ways. And so I'm getting, so maybe a 15 minute drive. I'm, oh, I'm also very tired. I didn't sleep well and I'm a little hungry. So I'm driving there and the GPS, instead of taking me to the parking lot, just took me to like this roundabout where you can see this place, but it's Mm. kind of under, it's like, um, downhill from where I am. So I can't figure out how to get to the lot. Like it's sort of, yeah, I can't explain it. Like there's a round, go on. Yeah. You'll be in the area, but then like figure it out yourself kind of thing. Exactly. So I see this parking lot. There's a huge Montclair outlet and there's parking there, but it's packed. And then there's like a lot by like, this is just so funny because now I'm thinking about it. Like you are the dumbest fucking bitch in the world. There's like an abandoned witch house next to (laughs) (laughs) like, that's my spot. (laughs) Nobody's here. No, but there's but there were cars there. There were like probably 15 cars parked there, right? It's like the Munster Mobile, the Beverly <laughs> <laughs> the, the Hills car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. So I turned that's so funny. So I turn my beautiful, stunning Jeep Compass in, and I do the same uh-huh. get up with where I have my cards and my passports on me, Vax cards. Uh, but I take my purse. Oh, my Prada's in the trunk. But I take my, mm-hmm. it's like a fucking shitty, it's a nice bag, but it's not God knows what, but a navy blue bag on the dark floor. And I sort of try to tuck it under the back seat and I leave. Okay. Yeah. So I'm shopping. I go to the Gucci outlet. Um, I end up finding probably the nicest pair of boots I've ever owned at Fendi that they only had in my size. It was like, I walked in oh. and they were like, we've been waiting for you. They said, because nobody, awesome. it's, it was like they were meant <laughs> to be on my feet and they were a great price. So I really love them. I'm having the best time. So now I get a coffee. At this point, I had like a horrible piece of pizza there, whatever, but I get a coffee and I'm now walking to drive home. And in order for me to get back to the witch's house, I have to walk like sort of uphill, like up the street where you go to park. Cause I'm very confused. I actually right. missed it the first time I had to circle back around. Like it was overwhelming. And I think, oh, I'll go into Montclair, even though I never buy anything there. I'll go in just as a final goodbye. And there's a very lovely guy standing outside, like the guard or whatever. And he sees me walking up and I'm fairly far away at this point, like probably half a city block away. And he sees me and he waves, he waves at me and I wave and he points around the back, like in um, Goodfellas when Karen with the dresses, he, he's like, go around, go around. And I thought, oh, maybe the entrance is like in the back because of COVID. They make yeah. you sometimes go in different ways. Right, right, right. So I walk around the back to go through into the store 
and I'm faced with three massive dumpsters. Okay. <laughs> Just garbages with like big old ones. And I realized like he wanted me to throw my coffee out, which I was like, that is crazy. Like I, and it was far. It was like a far walk. So I'm like really annoyed. And I actually thought it's crazy. This is a real thing. I thought, I thought it's crazy that I had such a nice day. I really had a beautiful day and then I'm ending it looking at the garbage. <laughs> Not so fast. Not so fast is what God said. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, and now I'm like, okay, but I'm like also laughing a little bit. So I'm, but I'm tired. So I'm walking back to the car and the guy's like, miss, miss. Cause I think he like, I'm not going in the store now. Obviously I feel ashamed. I'm yeah. like humiliated. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not going in. <laughs> so now the I'm place like, for you is back there. Miss. Yeah. <laughs> he literally was like, oh, you dumpsters round the back. <laughs> so I'm like, no, forget this. So I turn back now to go to the car to leave. And Dan, it's about, it's freezing there too. It's about like 4.45, 5 o'clock. So the sun is like just about to set. I have pictures. I've, I took pictures. I was like in the best mood. I get to the car and the entire back window is smashed out and my purse is gone. Now, I have seen this happen. To, uh, let me say this. I'm going to start by saying I am victim blaming. Before you DM me, you dumb bitch. I'm a moron. So let's start there. I'm a fucking piece of shit. And I deserve to be in the okay. dumpsters because go why on, did I leave on. my bag there? Why did I leave my purse? It was stupid of me to do. Well, I don't know. I mean, how, how nice was the purse? You said it was a dark blue purse. It was a navy blue purse, but it floor. didn't matter. I don't it know. Just, it's, it's under the seat. Like, I don't know. I think it's well, fine. I wasn't realizing that this witch's you. brew parking lot. Well, I found this <laughs> out. like the, the Pennywise house or something yes. like what? Well, I found out after I spoke to the police that that's like the one part of the whole parking lot that doesn't have cameras on it. So like, but <laughs> now hold on a minute. So, okay. so the okay. whole back window is shattered. And I'm going to add that these people, whoever did this, also dented, like they didn't even use like a little hammer. They dented the whole fucking door, like the plastic oh, wow. panels that are, you know, side to the side, both were cracked. Yeah. The, um, <gasps> the door frame had a dent in the top. So they must've used like a hammer. They really Awful. fucked the car up. A beautiful fucking car. I was so, yeah. I was more hurt about the car than my bag. That's real. So now I'm starting to think, what did I lose? And I'm, you know, what's funny mm. is I was so calm. I don't know. It's so funny. I was just maybe, I was just not, You're I didn't like, cry. I didn't scream. I was just like, great. Like, well, it's finally happened. <laughs> I mean, it's so lucky that, that you, you were smart to like take your oh passport and your COVID stuff and your cards and stuff with you. I mean, I had the Thank most God important stuff on me, but like, but yeah. guess what, guess what they got? The fucking sandwich what? money that I got for that lady. Oh, right. <laughs> so they walked away with like 350 fucking dollars. Okay. So, and that's on me. God. That is on me to leave that money in that bag. But I wasn't thinking, I'm uh, telling you, I just, yeah, I can't explain it. People like, obviously you don't think, and I'm telling you, this is a warning that I, everyone, I, so I posted to close friends in my Instagram story about this happening. And I got so many DMS from people, mostly in San Francisco, by the way, but also in LA who are like, this has happened to me. Like it, it's a real thing going on right now. It's common. Do not leave anything visible in your car. They will break the window for it. Wow. Period. That's so insane. I don't know. So now hold on. So now I see all the shattered shit and it's all over the back. Yeah. Right. And the first thought I had is, did they fucking take my Prada bag? Cause then I would have been, if they would have taken mm. the bag, I would have felt sick. And yeah. luckily the Jeep compass, I should do ads for them. 
has um, a cover of in the back trunk, so they didn't see the bag there, so they left it. Oh, good, 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 good. Okay. So that's a little silver lining, but hold on a minute. So now yeah. I'm like, I don't fucking believe this. Oh, and guess what was in there? My fucking glasses, my prescription <laughs> vision glasses from Warby Parker. I'm like, fuck me, and you know I'm blind. Sucks. So now where do I have to go? I with my head hung low. I walk back to the guy. <laughs> He sends you back to the trash. Yes, wait, he did. Hold on. He did. (laughs) Hold on. I walk back to him and I go, I'm so sorry to bother you, but my car was broken into. And from this point forward, this man, whose name is Laurent, was basically hands down the kindest, loveliest, Mm. sweetest, most helpful. I, I don't have enough good words to say about this guy because he... Just was so sweet. He called the police for me. Like, I wouldn't even know how to do that because I'm, you know, I'm on my American phone. Yeah, right. He called right. them. He um he said, come bring the car around. Guess where I parked it in front of? The dumpsters. I had to bring the Jeep back around <laughs> and park it right by the fucking dumpsters. I was like, I don't believe this. But I parked the car there. I took my the stuff that I bought. He let me keep in the store uh, and let me wait in the store for like an hour. Oh, it was nice. freezing out until the police came. Mm. But he just was such a nice man. And I had nothing to give him. I had no cash. I had candy that I bought in my pocket, like an old grandpa. And I gave him these like lemon candies I got as a thanks. But I want to send him something, obviously. But the cops come. Carabinieri. They have two. I learned this. They don't have only police. It's police. And then the carabinieri is like um, the walking police. Like they do more like this kind of work. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like local neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. So they show up. They speak no English. So poor Laurent has, and this woman, um, Martina, the cop, spoke 500 miles a minute. And like she was just telling him what I needed to do, but not stopping to let him translate. So this poor guy for like 20 minutes was just taking the information. And like I was like, scoozy, scoozy, like let him tell me. I mean, he does, he's not taking the thing. Like I right, need to right, know what right. to do, you know. But he was such a patient, nice guy. I mean, really, I, I don't even know. I'm going to like write to Montclair and be like, this guy deserves a raise. I'm going to send him, I don't know, I'll send him money or something. I have to do something. Get get his WhatsApp. I have it actually. So that's, I'm (laughs) going to, I do have it. So I'm going to message him, but make a long story short. He was sweet as sugar. And, and the cops came and they were like, they wrote the stuff down. They didn't understand a word. I said, they were like, you speak so fast. I was like, sorry, (laughs) I know. And I had to drive this car back with a broken back window for an hour, freezing cold back to Florence. I mean, (laughs) please. And so then I got to the garage and they had to call the owner of the, um, you know, car rental place who showed up in like 10 minutes, by the way. They were such That's crazy because it was like a Saturday night, right? Saturday night at like eight o'clock I got there. Yeah. Everybody was so nice. I will say, cause I I kind of give Italy a hard time because some other people can be quite rude to be honest with you, but Except for the thieves, everybody was incredibly, seriously <laughs> funny and lovely and nice. Right. The garage guys who were great, they spoke Fessel, hi Fessel, called Simone, who owns this place. He showed up. The guy's an absolute fucking crack up. He's like making me die laughing. He's being so nice. I got the insurance for the car, which was nice. So my deductible was fairly low. Good. Um, Good. But he uh, was, he's in Mensa. He showed me his Mensa fucking card. He's in Mensa. <laughs> I, mean, I was on the floor. I mean, no words. I was like dying. But anyway, so I come home that night and my friend, I want to say my friend Jenny Pham, said, have you tracked your, because I, I said, what they get? I go, well, they got, you know, my glasses, this money and my AirPods. Mm. She was like, track your fucking AirPods. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. So I tracked my AirPods people and I got the address and my, my, yes. And my uh, bag was in Perugia, which is about an hour and 45 minute drive from Florence and an hour from, Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot one thing. As the cops were there, another family, a mom and her two kids, young kids came over very wealthy. Their Range Rover was also broken into. So, oh, man. yeah. So, and actually, you know, it's fucked up and I know it's fucked, but I was like, I feel a bit better. I can't explain it. I was like, you know what? Not being alone. <laughs> it's a terrible thing to think, yeah. but it's like, I wasn't the only dumb piece of shit. <laughs> well, is that, is that yeah. horrible? I mean, did you tell the police? Well, so I, yeah. Um, I had to go to the police today to file the actual report. And initially Simone said that he would come with me. And today the vibe was like totally different. Like I got, we were literally dying laughing together and I put my new boots on and I went to Harry's bar, which was across the street with all my bags. I had a martini. I met this other lovely couple from America. They bought me a drink. Like it ended up being a great night, like in this twisted way. But then today when I got there, Simone was like, pretending almost not to speak English. I was like, Simone, we were talking about men said two days ago. Like, what? I was like, give a tissue. He was like, I don't understand. I was like, okay, listen, I'm not playing games like this. I was like, is this some sort of... And let me just say that it's a great company, Tuscany by Car, and they really did have nice cars. So if you're ever here and you need to rent. So I have all the screenshots. The address where they were was at Via Fulvio Riccieri 4, Perugia, 06134. It's an apartment building. And when I got to the cops today, I opened it and I noticed this morning, actually, that my AirPods were at the police station in Perugia on the Apple. Oh, wow. That's amazing. So listen to this. So on the Apple Maps, had had I not had my AirPods in my bag, they wouldn't have been able to connect it back to me. Like it would just nothing would have happened. Right. Yeah, right. I show and on the Apple Maps, thank you um, to Apple products. It said the Carabinieri in Perugia. Can you imagine? Like it, the yeah, dot yeah, is there. Yeah. So the guy <laughs> called up, the, he fills the report out. He, Luca here was, um, it was very much like the office, the police station here. Very depressing. <laughs> he was not having any of my humor. I mean, when I say none of it, please believe me. <laughs> It was a very serious affair. Although at the end of this whole thing, I went, I really can't thank you enough. I, you made my day. And he went, you made mine. And I thought, what are we doing oh, here? Yeah, wow. that was nice. Yeah, exactly. I was like, wait, are we, is this another one of your games, Luca? I should have said that. In the meantime, so he called up the police station. Somebody turned in my bag. Wow. Obviously, cards and money gone. Of course. Well, okay, hello. Okay, okay. It's not like right, I lost right. it on the street. I mean, someone broke in for stuff. But my yeah. glasses, my power bank, my AirPods, everything else is oh, in wow. there. Yeah. That's amazing. Wait, so do you have a backup? So they're going to mail it. Now, you know, I'll never see it because they're mailing it back. I said, should I rent another car and drive to Perugia? And they were like, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. They'll mail it. And I go, well, how long will that take? He goes, oh, two weeks. I'm thinking, okay, I guess I have to stay here for <laughs> two more freaking weeks. <laughs> but um, You're like walking into doors with no glasses. And yeah. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like my own Twilight Zone episode. So, yeah. and that's it. But, but, and actually he said to me, you're really lucky this never happens. And I thought I'm lucky because yeah. of my AirPods. Otherwise it never would have. Yeah. Been. Yeah. That's amazing. I didn't know the, the end of that story. That's fantastic. Good Isn't that you. crazy? 
Yeah. And the funny thing is, is I actually hate that bag. And this is a terrible thing to say, but I was just like, I'm kind of glad they took it. Like I, I use it because it's like easy, but it's like, I just don't feel cute with it. I never like, I'm proud to have it, even though it's a nice yeah. brand. So I'm like, maybe well, I'll just like sell it while I'm here. I don't want to take it back to America with yeah. me. I'll send it to the thief. I have her address. Should I mail it yeah, to right. the address? <laughs> yeah, you should actually send a bunch of like confetti bombs and all this bullshit. <laughs> oh my God. I should send a glitter bomb. Yeah. Yeah. I would never do that. <laughs> It's too, it's too evil. You have to go or no, you have another minute or two. Uh, I, I, I mean, two few minutes, a few minutes, a couple minutes. Yeah. So yep. Dan, thank you for letting me share that tale. Um, thoughts. I mean, I think it's awesome. Like I'm really shocked that you were able to get it back. Isn't it crazy? Like what a crazy thing. Yeah. And by the way, so in total, and I have to file, well, part of me is like, if I fail with the credit card, I'll get like a hundred bucks back, which is something. Um, they don't cover yeah. cash loss, which I obviously, because I'd be like, there was 10,000, 10,000 bucks. Next time get the American Express tra- traveler's checks. Do they still do those? They do not <laughs> cover traveler's checks. Oh, yes, damn. They what? Said, they st- That's they the go, whole point. No, they oh said it God. doesn't cover theft of traveler's checks. That's what they said. Um, Come on. All right. But uh, so in the end, I'm out, let's say with the damages from the rental car and the thing, let's call it 500 bucks. And honestly, for the story and the experience, I, I feel bad for the rental agency. That's, I do have guilt because they have to go fix that car. It's going to be expensive. I feel bad. Yeah, but it probably happens all the time. I, I'm, I'm curious, like, what are you going to do? I think you should get new glasses in Italy because isn't that annoying to, like, not have your prescription glasses? Like, it's funny you say that because here's the, here's the problem. I went to a place and I have my prescription from Warby and I, they're oh, like, good. yeah, and they don't give a fuck because it's like two years old. They're like, okay like it's they're like yeah great we'll we'll use it fine um and so but all the frames everyone here is so fucking tiny that every frame i look like sean lennon i'm like okay i need big frames i need what no everyone wears tiny little glasses so i need like comically oversized sunglasses i have to find a place that sells big glasses okay all right no, she handed me a pair. Wait, and they didn't speak English. This is right near where I'm staying. This was today. And she handed me a pair and I went, oh my God, I'm going to, I said, do you know who Martin Scorsese is? And they both just looked at me. I was like, I'll just try on. <laughs> they were so ugly. Oh my God. Anyway. So that's everything. And now I'm just here waiting for my bag and uh, eating poke bowls, getting mercury poisoning and just trying to make a little life for myself. You know, wish me luck. Write your book. Start the last chapter. Work your way back. Work my way back to what? (laughs) (laughs) Start writing your book. You can start the last chapter. (laughs) Oh, that's right, actually. That's a good name for it, actually. The last chapter. The last chapter. Oh, I like it very much. (laughs) Um, Danny Boy, I uh, anything else? I feel like I really hogged the first segment of the show, but I had to tell you the No, I mean I think it was uh, no, I think I think it's uh, it's a great story. What else? Wait, anything else happening with you this week that we should get to before we welcome our guests? Um, Nothing. Not that comes to mind. You got a rug? Uh, you got somebody, a rug and a new TV? So, oh, I, I returned the rug because like I was asking people and like nobody liked it. So it now was I'm an ugly one. To, you know what? Well, it was ugly on purpose. I just want to say something. <laughs> and I just want to say, just so you know that I am a good friend to you. I didn't like yeah. it. You sent it to me. Uh-huh. And I was like. Yeah. I forget what I said. It was like a choice. I said so something. Why do you why do you pick this one? <laughs> <laughs> I 
really did not like it at all. But I didn't want to. And you know, I'm very honest with you. But I also was like, well, he already ordered yeah. it, so I can't start. And so I didn't want to say anything. Well, I got yeah, I, I got the picture. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm actually thrilled you returned it. It just was ugly. Yeah. It really was an ugly ride. Yeah. All right. We'll go back to the drawing board. All right. Um, well, Dan, uh, follow Dan at Dan underscore actin on Instagram. Oh, by the way, a lot of um, straight male listeners reached out to me via DM because last week I was saying that people only ever slide into Dan's DMs. I'm like, never mind. <laughs> and I think I had two female listeners and like yeah. seven male listeners um, hit on me wow. via DM. Yeah. So thank you to all, all right. of um, you fans out there. It really meant the world to me. Really did. <laughs> That's all. It just made me feel good. I was like, okay, so they're out there. Yeah. And they're loving every second oh, yeah. of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. They're eating it up. <laughs> all right. We have a great show for you today. We have uh, Kat Cohen and Pat Regan from Seek Treatment, who are the fucking best. And I think it's time we welcome them. incredibly relaxed. I feel so relaxed <laughs> to start this podcast, which let me just open by saying I, I'm known to be late. Like I'm, I'm late sometimes. Kat, you've gone to dinner <laughs> no. with me. Kat. No. No. Okay, Cohen. Yes. Um, but I'm not professionally late. Like I'm always pretty much on time. Sam, who works with us, and I'm usually on time for this. And um, I got out of my Airbnb. The guy had to come clean my sheets and like wipe something down. I'm in a new apartment and I missed I, I left my phone charging and I left and I thought it will be fine. Mm. I went to the supermarket. You guys, I had to return a cracked mirror. We'll talk about it. This just happened. Um which I believe 2022, 2022. But I have to say that even though I'm stressed, I'm boiling hot. I'm in a Michael Kors outlet turtleneck. It looks beautiful. <laughs> Thank I'm you. That. It's nice. Thanks, Pat. I like it too. I mean, I'm like, is Michael Kors really good? Like, is he, is he, is, no. <laughs> like, is Michael Kors amazing? Is Michael Kors revolutionary? Michael Kors is the only thing I like from him. I, like, I don't do the bags or watches, but every now and again, because he does like big clothing, he goes up to that double XL, <laughs> Magic Mish XXL. So this is only, this is a large, actually. It's just big. Okay. You're, you're tiny, tiny. I'm worried about yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me introduce two of my favorite people. And I'm not saying this um, lightly. And actually, I've been wanting to get you guys here I mean, you've done the podcast before, like a hundred years ago. I've wanted to get you back here since the beginning of mankind, and it hasn't happened. And I reached out on a whim, on a little, um, I'm trying to think of a whim pun. Someone will come up with one. Um, whim Catrol. I reached out. Whim Hoff. Whim Whim Catrol. I said, let me see if my angel babies, Kat Cohen and Pat Regan from Seek Treatment, can do the pod this week. It's what the people want. And they're here. And I just, um, I feel full spiritually looking at the two of you. Hi, guys. Let me also plug your, let me just say, they host a podcast called Seek Treatment. Your fans are rabid in the best way possible. Like, I'm excited for your fans to hopefully listen to this because I'm like the Pat and Cat. They're Mishads. Our fans are Mishads. They, they, they love me too. And that's why I love them. You can follow them on Twitter at Poe Regan and at Cat Cohen and on Instagram at Pat Regs and at Cat C Cohen. And here they are. Guys, last I talked to Cat Cohen, you were oh um, ice cold. I texted you and you were basically Leo in Titanic freezing like <laughs> ice cold because your apartment doesn't have proper heating. 
And I'm looking at you now. You're in an orange knit hat. <laughs> you look adorable. But what's the latest <laughs> with the you. heating? What happened? Well, it's the kind of situation where um, the heat. I when I the heat is technically on, but I'm freezing all the time. But I got some space heaters per your recommendation. Right. And you know, it's New York City, and what I'll say is, this is the best apartment I've ever lived in. And the heat doesn't work. The ceiling fell on top of my bed on my birthday a few years ago. The window, the night I moved in, crashed it and glass sprayed everywhere. And I'm still like, but they let me pay online. (laughs) (laughs) The window broke? I didn't know that part. Oh, oh, the the week I moved in, the wind, the winter wind blew the window and the glass crashed through the wall onto my article, plug it, sofa, sponsor me. Uh-huh. I remember that. That was early on. That was that early was on. early days, love. <laughs> oh my god! You're also watching Love Island. I know all about that. I've never seen an episode of Australian Love Island, but I know you like fell deep into it. It's fabulina. You'd love it. I've never done Australian either, but I love UK. But I had to walk away from season five of of um, UK. I wasn't really. Connecting. That's one of the juiciest seasons. I was not connecting. Like I think it's like they're yeah. too aware of Love Island. So yes, they're too I, I trying totally to be agree. on Love Island. I'm like, how about just be real, like your predecessors? Because that's how they made the like magic season happen. two realness. When you're ha- when the girl has sex, um, like without not even under the blanket, she just has sex on top. Of <laughs> yes, and when the other because girl- her because her rationale is that if she, if she just sh- they wouldn't be able to show it. If she just showed Wait, everything off and they're like, no, we're just going to show it. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> she thought she hacked the system. It's but. actually yeah. smart thinking, interestingly <laughs> enough. I feel like if I did She's that. one of the greatest minds of our time. They would be like, there aren't enough pixels in the color scheme. <laughs> you just see like huge pizza nipples, like huge dark pixelated <laughs> no. discs. No, I'm joking. We're going to need a bigger pixel. We're going to need a yeah. bigger pixel. I've never seen Love uh-huh. Island because my whole thing with that, and it's sort of what I feel about The Bachelor these days, is that the people are just too hot. Like maybe because I'm older now, the people, their hotness makes me not care about them. It's like the re- yeah. reverse sexism almost. Like they're so, yeah, lo- yeah you get that? I don't know. I, I will say Love Island is good about throwing in one woman each season who is who is like just not quite at the same standard as everyone else and she struggles and i and i love that woman every like with everything inside of me she's always like a, a beautiful girl but simply not on the same level as the rest that they've selected yeah and she's always like for some reason seven years older than the oldest guy and mm-hmm. she has no chance at finding love on this island but <laughs> yeah. she's desperate for it and i'm always like this girl is we're all talking of about us. your camillas your laura your laura's <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. We die for those girls. I will die for those girls any day of the week, even if I don't have to. Even if they're like, there's no reason for you to. I will be like, I'll jump off a a building right now and dedicate it to you. But what is the difference between Love Island and like a Bachelor in Paradise, other than obviously these being British people who are inherently much funnier or Australian people? But what is the twist, I guess, that they're just more brutal about eliminating people and faking relationships? no it's almost less of that it feels less produced than bachelor in paradise and it feels um realer it feels like the relationships are realer in many ways even though bachelor in paradise fully get married and like have babies with one another Mm -hmm. i think sometimes carly don't forget carly oh yeah Uh, but they're getting divorced (laughs) carly and evan no yes I Come didn't. On. You know, I don't keep up with them. You know, I don't keep up with them. I've never seen Batch and Patch. Um, you know, I stepped away from the Bachelor franchise altogether because, for me, it just became so repetitive. And I feel like that's Pat with yeah. you with Love mm-hmm. Island. 
Yeah. I need them to, it's like, you know what? I'll say this. Every time Survivor, which you know I fucking love Survivor, every season on Survivor, they throw these new twists in. And I know that people get annoyed. Like they had a season. I, I'm a, you're go, go on. In that community. I'm in that community of people that get annoyed with the Okay. Twists. So let's argue about this for one second. And I'm sorry, Kat. Yeah. I can see Kat's eyes glaze over. She literally has like the, <laughs> the Sauron, like the... <laughs> Gandalf the gray contact lenses and um, <laughs> my argument Pat is that at, while some of the twists are terrible I thought the money twist was horrendous like where they had to get the coins it was horrible oh my god don't even oh my the pe- god they had to get coins to buy peanut butter cat it was just ridiculous but at the very least it was interesting and it kept things a little spicy like you as the viewer still had to like learn new things I'd rather they do that than like what Bachelor does, which is do literally nothing different than once in a blue moon, maybe pulling a new race in and then patting themselves on the back for the whole season. Like, yeah, they need another twist to the show that is. And I keep saying they have to put fat people on. And I and I say this as a f- part of the community. So before I get the DMs from people, you know what I mean? Like put someone <laughs> who is not um, uh, Jessica McClintock size four on the show Please. would be amazing. And they won't do I it. would be obsessed. Or like, I, I want, my dad suggested, had the idea for an over 40 love on. Oh like, my God. Divorce days. Well, at the they end of the episode. Sarong, Sar- Sarong Island. Like everyone's in a Sarong. <laughs> no one's in a bathing suit. <laughs> Captain Island. Cover up oh. Island. Cover up Island. Uh-huh. Macrame Island. I, um, you know, well, first of all, at the end of every single Bachelor episode, essentially, or like, for years, for, for 25 years, mm. there has been a thing where it's like, are you 70 plus looking for love? We're casting for old people on The Bachelor now. And it's never come oh, out. It's like, you, you, you people have been casting for this for literally 20 years and you're not making it, which is fine. But don't keep announcing casting calls. Yeah, but and secondly, I'll just... Go on. Sec- I'll say Survivor is a inherently more interesting game than um, Bachelor, which is like not a game so much as hot people like kind of considering one another Mm. and so i do think if like you just don't mess with the game too much it is very interesting and i think that jeff probst is not someone who has unfortunately the wherewithal to use discernment and he unfortunately doesn't know what the hell he's doing and i say that with (gasps) love and would love to work with him one day and um i'm shocked by this actually yeah i don't i love jeff Oh, Jeff's energy was really hard for me this season. Well, it was really hard for me. He's very white. Really hard he's me. very like uh, earnest. He, but this season he's like sweaty and yelling. I'm like, are you? I'm like, I mean, I'm gonna say if someone's sweat, sweaty and yelling, you have to understand I'm part of the LGBTQ plus community. I think you're on math. I think you're on math at that point. If you're sweaty and yelling, I think you're on math. <laughs> My friend thinks you're on math. <laughs> Um, I, I disagree, but respectfully as always. So I feel like we can move on from this. Sorry. Someone just called me. Don't you hate, don't you hate when someone calls during a pod and it stops your recording? Oh, Oh, that ever happened. You should have picked up. Who is it? I bet it's like Dwayne Reed. They're addicted to me. (laughs) Listen, they're always like, come get your drugs. Anyway, CVS loves to text me. I'm like, that is I'm like, like lose my number. I'm like, how about lose my number? And then when they're like, reply stop in all caps if you don't want this. And then when I text it, I feel so mean. I'm like, stop. I know. <laughs> stop. <laughs> or like dramatic. Dramatic. Stop. <laughs> all right. Do so you then, know, by the way, a car. CVS, I pay five bucks a month to be part of their program. Every time I go, I get my email. Your $10 is here every month. They go, we don't have you in our system. This has been going on for two years. I've given them hundreds of dollars. I've never gotten a penny off, but I still love CVS. Okay. Um, Caddy KK, Caddy Coco, you are coming to my favorite city soon to perform. 
The rumors are true. I'm so excited. I'm coming to London towards the end of February to do some shows. I'm so excited. And where are they? Where are the shows? Well, I actually don't think we've announced them, oh. so I'll just say that. I'll say that much. We've, we've announced okay. the big one, but I think I'm doing some work in progresses that haven't been announced yet. Limited Which series. Is- <laughs> I'm a limited series. Will. In London, I'm doing one night only, baby. I'm a limited series. And um, a, work in progress as an, a work in progress as a noun is something that's inherently European, right? European, it, European it, it, comedians. That's the, kind of what they call it over there. Is that right? Progress. I was... Well, yeah, if, like, if you're like getting your show ready for the fringe or whatever, they're like, oh, I'm doing like a work in progress. But I'm terrified that people here think that I'm calling my next hour Catherine Cohen colon work in progress, which I would sh- <laughs> Honestly, die. I would absolutely love <laughs> Can that. Can you imagine? the next Hannah Gadsby. Like if it was oh, it's my such goop. a good vibe for you, genuinely. And oh, you, my goopy gooey gumdrops. You'd be the next Che Diaz. You'd be the next Che Diaz. Yeah, Kat. Oh, my comedy concert. I want to talk about London with you. So you're going to London. You oh, right, shot right, your... Right. Can we talk about the thing I came to see recorded? No. Got it. Oh, my we, God. Fuck. Well, I talk about anything these sorry, days. I, I know. It's frustrating. Um, I know. I shot my... I shot a special, but I cannot yet say. Yes. Yeah. I shot it's a special, for, and now I'm working on my new hour, and I'm going to London. I'm so excited. And yeah, that's that. When you I'm, work on your new hour, walk me through this process, uh, oh my comic God. to comic. It, I literally started yesterday. Like, I don't have any ideas. No, because can I tell you something? I want to um, also have a work in progress. I'm looking around at nobody yeah. in the apartment as a joke. There's no one here. And I'm like side-eyeing <laughs> ghosts. Like, I also... Like, they know. My fans know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also working on something. Um, <laughs> the idea of me sitting down at this point in time in my oh, life and this century crazy. to actually be like, like, what am I going to talk about? I have not come up with a new story, oh. idea, picture, Photoshop. My brain is, has atrophied. I just am like, I don't know what the fuck I would talk about. Let yeah, me say, I feel the exact same way. And basically, like months and months and months ago, my agents were like, let's book some dates in January. So I've had these dates this week and I have oh, dates at Union worst. Hall. So I've had these on the calendar for a long time. Where are your shows this and weekend? Then, at Union Hall. But oh, then nice. when 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 Omi, when the Omni Hotel was like popping off, I was like, well, are the shows going to be cancelinaed? And they're not. And so this weekend I sat down. I went through like notes on my phone, tweets I've done, like songs. Like I do thankfully have like songs I've been working on the, over the past like two years that I haven't done that I didn't shoot in the special. But the jokes, I'm like, I have no thoughts. I have nothing to say. Nothing. All I think about is how to get out. All I think about is how to survive and how to stop hating my body. Wait, every <laughs> day I wake up, I think that. And by the way, being in Italy, I will say, this is such a hilarious brag. I'm like, and being stuck here in Italy for months and months, <laughs> I cannot look at pasta anymore. I don't think you understand. First of all, I have 100% gained weight. I mean, I just see it. Like I was actually feeling okay about myself. Like six, seven months ago, I had a moment. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I think now about like everyone who saw me naked then, and I get so angry. Like they got to see that. That's so unfair. Yeah. You know what it I wasn't mean? Like, it, yeah. it wasn't like who you, it wasn't the audience you would choose yes. for like the, the, the showing for the, for, for the, the, for shooting for the, the special, the unveiling yeah. of my body. Yeah. It was, it was more of like a, a work in progress audience. Mm-hmm. Rather than it like was a work in progress a. body. And now it's just not, it's been scrapped. My body's been scrapped. The project has not been greenlit. Back to the drawing board. So wait, are you, do you have any, are you, um, wait, are you trapped there? Lovers are you trapped I'm really not. I am trapped here uh, because I don't have a flight home by choice. I'm just like over, you know that I'm, you know that I'm, um, well, I'm going to probably go back to London. Hopefully when you're there, I'll see you there, but that would be so fun. Uh, yeah. I'm just, um, 
I snapped. I literally snapped in New York. That's not a joke. Mm, I hit, I yeah. hit a really, I think, I don't know how to explain it. I just had this moment. I, and I know when it happened, when I had my panic attack at the Clark Street stop elevator. When none of the elevators. Really? Oh, that, that place is creepy. I got, and I've never been claustrophobic, anything like that. And I was having this like latent anxiety, but really heightened where I was having these like panicky things in New York only. Oh, yeah. London never happened. What time of year? Can I ask what time of Just year? Just happened now when I was back in October. Oh, in the fall. In okay. the fall. But I was away, don't forget. And I was like having, I don't want to say the time mm-hmm. of my life because I wasn't like clubbing or like going to raves mm-hmm. or anything. But, you know, I was enjoying myself as mm-hmm. one could. And, uh, and I got back and I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, it was just everything about a homeless guy threw quarters at my head on my corner. Oh like my all God. of these like weird, horrible things were happening. And I was just not happy. And I got in the Clark street elevator, which for those who don't know, it's, um, a subway stop where there's no staircase. Like you have no, sh- the hundred year old elevator. It's you. Oh, I didn't know about that. Oh yeah. It's you and half the Orthodox Jewish community waiting for a ride upstairs. And is it not cat? Seriously? Is it not? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And, uh, and I, all the elevators are broken. We kept stepping in these like huge hospital freight I'm elevators. I'm curious what you were up to in oh downtown. God. Okay. Um, I was uh, looking at an apartment. I think I was visiting my friend Fiona. Cause I was like, okay, Oh, gotcha. maybe I'll go to, um, maybe I'll move to Brooklyn Heights. But now I'm like, right. I want, if I move back, I want to move to like the suburbs of New Jersey. I want to get a fucking car. And I just, I would yeah. love if you lived in the suburbs and we could come like hang out at your house. Yeah, don't would, you yeah, know what I'd I mean? Be- I'm like, I don't, what am I going to do in the city? I got back to the city and I, I mean, I genuinely, I went on a date with a guy who made me buy my own coffee. I was like, I can't do this. No, I cannot. No. Yeah, and actually it was no. online. This is the best. It was like a order by phone situation. So he like scanned the thing. was like, no. boop, 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 boop put his phone down. He went, great. So, and I went, okay, I, I'll get a latte one second. <laughs> like no. Yes. And it's, oh my God. That happened to me. It happened to me. Oh, so that's when I, I said, I got to go. Hmm? Um, you know, this is one more little thing that relates to reality TV, but also this moment, but you know, my boyfriend's family live, is from up in Rhode Island. We were there. We went to a little local coffee place. And that little coffee place is owned by none other than Jared and Ashley I. And Jared was there oh busting my tables. Oh, God. A, and all I and Ashley I is your favorite. Ashley I is my favorite. Ashley I is my favorite. All I wanted to say is actually I wasn't there, but Jared was there. And he was literally busting tables, taking orders, helping the girl. He had a team of like, you know, teen girl, coffee girls. who he was like, hey, remember, oh. we're going to move him this way. <laughs> and um, he was doing such a good job. He looked incredible. And all I wanted to say, because this is really true actually it was just as i gave him my card i just wanted to be like i'm really happy for you guys like i just wanted to tell him that and then as soon i think he saw me looking at him and as soon as i went he switched cash registers yeah. and then like as soon as we were done he came back and i was like what the hell yeah yeah but anyways i uh anyways, that's my coffee story i don't know wh- how we got there but i'm glad we went there <laughs> i'm glad we went i was there with you as you waited in line there's something so nice about a little suburban shop just like a little Truly. local thing. And uh, anyway, as far as what we're talking about, Italy. Yeah, I, it's fine. I feel You're most big. at peace. I feel most at peace in like large chain restaurants with huge parking lots. Oh, God. Where you I know, can just, Kathy, you, know just be me. About, you know where we have what? to go back one day? Where? Um, noodle. Noodle. I know. You know, we Pat are, and I's, our friendship was formed at this noodle place um, near that Union I love. Square. I don't want to. Yeah, it's near. I, don't, I won't talk oh. about it because I don't want people to go there. But the best part about it, it's huge. Wait, it's and near never, Union Square, New York. Yeah, a noodle place, Wagamama's. 
never, ever no. wear dog mamas. First of all, talk about London. Here, cut to me in London. I'm having a one night stand. I wake <laughs> up still drunk and make the guy order me ramen delivery. Okay. From Mama. It, he leaves before it even arrives. I'm like that. W- I, I executed that perfectly. He walks out the door. The noodles are coming Amazing. in. I'm like, let's go, bitch. It was a simpler time. It was what, 2018? I, were we ever so young? Don't never. No. But basically, um, Pat and I's friendship was formed, was solidified at this Noodle place where it's so it's the biggest room you've ever been in, and you'll never see a single person you know there. It's heaven. Ornate, ornate decor. You it's ornate. Like- bleep it, bleep it. Okay, I've never heard of it. We'll go there. It's, <laughs> it's heaven. It's okay, it. it's no heaven. bleep that. That's so funny. Please bleep that. Um, bleep it. It's, well, it's overpriced, but worth it. I'm a little scarred by noodle places near Union Square because famously I was roofied at Republic when it was open. Were you really? A hundred percent when I was like 26 or something. And God, I'm um, sorry. It's horrible. And I, w- this is how, you know, we're talking about h- hating our bodies. I'm a 100% convinced it was meant for my friend. That's how fucked up I am that I'm like, I can't believe they roofied the wrong girl. Because like, <laughs> I was with my friend Lindsay, who's like so pretty. And I was just like, this is sorry to that man who accidentally gave me this lychee martini instead of that one. Um, and I've never felt it was the craziest thing. So I, I am a little scarred with Union Square noodle establishments, but I will try your place out. I'm not a big ramen I, person, though. I don't love a bra. Oh, I'm he- I'm the biggest ramen girl. Not I'm, not big, a big, big. I'm, <gasps> I'm not a big ramen girl, no, but I the, do like that place. I'm here's a, a tip I will girl. give to your listeners. The best ramen place in New York is in Prospect Heights. It's called Chuko Ramen on, uh, I think it's on Vanderbilt. Okay. I went to it. I went to it. Oh, my God. my Because I'm sober. My one of, A huge part of my rock bottom was like, literally having no money buying like those like cup of noodle ramen mm. like making mm. it with making it thinking i'm like literally a chef like um by frying an egg and putting it on it yeah drinking eating drinking eating that and watching for no reason random episodes of reba those the sitcom <laughs> reba and that's when i knew i had to get sober wait by the way if that's yeah. your rock bottom that would be like a great night for me like your rock yeah. bottom for me i'm like that's rock bottom like i should probably call an expert so wait Let's discuss your relationship, your friendship, Cat and Pat. Oh my God. Seek treatment. You met. That's my favorite person in the whole world. We never see each other in person. We started doing our pod on Zoom. And now it's like we never see. and Pat. Well, Pat's in the right. Can I reveal that you're in the writer's room for yeah, yeah, yeah. Pack season two? Oh my God. All day, every day. Patty, congratulations yeah. on your Golden Globe. Thank and you so much. Thank you so much. You know, I it's my favorite show. Globes. I stand by the Golden Globe. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> the best. <laughs> It's the I best. famously um, haven't have yet to see it, but I, I support my friends. You've never seen it. Hacks, Caddy? I've wow. never seen Catherine's episode of High Maintenance, to be fair. To be fair. <laughs> um, no, I need but, to watch it. I'm, I'm behind on my programs. I don't care. I do not care. I know you don't care. That's why But I it's don't a very good show, so you should watch it for that reason. I love... It's one of the few shows that makes me laugh out loud, if the only one. I, there's like maybe three, if I'm lucky. And one of them is yeah. America's Funniest Home Videos. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I was um I will say that it was my first job. It was my first writing job, my first TV writing job, which I wanted for truly so long. And I like really felt like for years and years and years I ruined everything trying to get this one thing. And so I do feel so lucky that mm-hmm. um that the first show I love so much and I, I'm so yeah. proud of that of like being attached to that show. And I do think season two is gonna be really, really good. So it's um I just feel very excited and great. Every day I have to remind myself like this this is exactly what you've always wanted to like oh. remind yourself to yes. enjoy it that kind of thing totally but, we, but I don't see Catherine as much but 
But yeah, but that's also pinned. I don't see anyone. You know what I mean? Yeah, I no, I, I know. I have a question about hacks, and then I want to get back to yeah. how you never see each other. Um, because <laughs> the show is so quick. Like the writing feels honestly when they speak, it's so natural. The dialogue you don't hear the page if that makes sense, or see the page. I know yeah, yeah. you get what I mean. How does it mean. how does it work? You guys are each assigned an episode, or are you just bouncing jokes back and forth on a Zoom all day? Because that does seem exhausting. It's um what it is. It can be exhausting. I think that for it's all I know because I never have been in an in person writers room. But everyone's assigned an episode, but we all collaborate on every episode, and it's very um yeah just chat. And the, the show the creators are very good at tone and very good at being like oh this feels written mm. this feels this we want this to be this. I think a person would say like they are very very I think that is a, a really big talent they have of like making things feel really natural and real. And, um, and yeah, I really appreciate that about them. And then also I think the acting is really good. So oh, like they also, that they do a lot of, you know what I mean? It's like, you'll, you'll write something and then like, you'll hear Jean say it and it's like, Oh, that was eight times better than no. it was on the page or things oh, like that. She's like a lady Kelsey like, grammar. Is that okay to say? Like she has that. I don't know. <laughs> I think it is. Because listen, see what you know about Kelsey Grammer, but he can turn a phrase out. You know what I mean? And she has that where totally, it's like, totally. um, here's a question for you, though, because, you know, one of the hardest things, and Kat, I think you'll agree with me to watch ever, especially as a comedian, is when you have to watch stand up comics in a scripted show perform comedy. So yeah. uh, I'm going to bring it up. Your Maisels. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Where you're like, you know, no shame on that show because it's a good show, but people don't watch it to like guffaw from the stand up of this <laughs> shiksa who was hired to be a yid. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about, uh, hey, it's Shay Diaz from Angela. <laughs> like that. Wait, I want to give a touch to my favorite meme that I saw on Twitter.com that was. Uh, Drew Barrymore in the first scene of Scream, like when she and the phone rings, she picks up, she's like, "Hello," it's like, "Hey, it's Shay Diaz." So it literally so made me scream out so hard because that that Shay Diaz stand-up comedy concert, as they called it, that was insane. You know, I had a fierce debate with a couple of gay men the other day Go about on. they were in they were insistent that that is a internal joke that the show is making a joke, saying these women are out of touch and they call this a comedy concert. I am of the mind that is not like an intentional joke. There what are you, people? is absolutely no way it's an intentional joke because then right. my question it's, is, where are all the other ones? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and that was like, that was their one joke they decided to go with is like, they're going to call yeah, it a concert. Yeah. You know, and, and if you just, yeah, sorry. Yeah. The event and the event could, I would call it a concert. The, the event they went to, I wouldn't call it a stand up show. I would call it much more of a concert based no. on what yeah. I saw. And Pat, um, I, I actually, that, what is that place? Webster Hall. And I believed, Pat, were you in the audience for it? No. <laughs> did you have Pertain, a tweet? Yes. Yes. I wish. I wish. Somebody had no. a tweet. Did you write that, that you were in the crowd for it? No. Oh my oh, God. It made no. me laugh. Oh, no, no, no. I did not write that. Oh That'd my God. So funny. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. I guess my question is when you're writing stand-up though for hacks, because her stand-up yeah. is funny. I mean, I obviously you're like borrowing that Joan Riversy kind of a, patter yeah. kind of thing but is it it must be very hard i can't even imagine having to write stand up for someone else in a show it's it's so difficult yeah. and we we do mm. work really hard on it it's the hardest part of writing on that show mm. um but i think that um 
it's also really tricky because like, you know, Deborah goes through different like phases of being like a certain kind of comic that where it's like only a very certain kind of joke and a certain very, uh, very specific, they're like very small targets. So it's like, oh, this joke needs to be this funny. It can't be this funny. It can't be mm. this funny. It has to be. So it's really tricky. And um, it also needs to be uh, she's doing this kind of thing at this point in her career. And, you know, in season two, she's in a different point in her career. So it changes. Mm. And um, it's hard. It's it's really hard. And sometimes the audience has to know, like, oh, she's doing good now. And like, oh, she's doing yes. good now. And it's like, oh. it, it is really, really tricky and hard. But it's it's fun. It is really fun to try to, like... Um, I mean, you you essentially just keep trying to think of, like, different things that a woman might say. And it's like... Uh, or, like, or this woman might Same. say, it's like... <laughs> it's really me, hard. Um, me every day. <laughs> it's, it's really hard. And I will say, I know that as a viewer, I, with that kind of show, if, if the things weren't... If I felt like they were trying to fake it or be like, oh, they just want us to know this is a good joke now, but it's not really a good joke. Mm-hmm. Or like, they just want to say this is a medium joke. And when I would be, like, annoyed by that. So I... Mm-hmm. I and so it is, we work... We we do work very very hard on that. It's an incredible show, Kat. You really should watch it. Also, when you need, I will, I will. I feel yeah. obvious. I'm obviously humiliated. That I know. We're talking about it. I actually, like, this is my best fucking friend who I would die for, and I've never <laughs> seen his fucking TV show. You know what's funny? But I also, in general, I don't yeah. watch comedies because they mm. stress. It like stresses me out. You can so, understand yeah. a little Same. bit. Same. I don't watch comedies generally either. Is it weird that I like am enjoying making Kat feel bad? I'm like, yeah, oh, like, you can make me feel bad. Really I feel safe with you. Crazy yeah. that you haven't watched the show for some reason. Michelle, you know, Michelle, you know your family to me, and you could tell me any. You could say anything to my face. That's why I texted Michelle for advice on what backpack to get, and she was like, "Hideous, hideous, no, never wear a backpack, <laughs> bye, bitch." And I was like, "That's that's fine." What is it like a moose? What is it called? A moose mooset bag or something? Like What's that? that? Like, a musket bag? I think that's. Musket bag, musket bag. What's no, a musket that's, that's bag? That's not a thing. No, no, no. <laughs> Mooset bag. It was an answer on the New York Times crossword recently. Mooset? I Googled, I Googled what it was, and it's like those little bags that are like Louis Vuitton. It's like a little cute, chic snapsack. No. I've never heard that I, term. Listen, when you're broad-backed, know. as a broad-backed gal, <laughs> and it's not even that I'm broad-backed, uh-huh. I'm just like tall, you put a backpack on me, you have any sort of love handles, you have anything in the back. You are basically- oh, I never even thought of that. That's the thing. From the back, if you're not real thin, you and and that's not why I'm telling you not to buy it. You, it's not, that's for me I'm talking. <laughs> okay, my like, friend okay. doesn't think I'm real thin. <laughs> my, friend, my friend's not worried about my weight, so you can, you can help. Wait, um, no. no, I hear you, but my, my it's shoulders, a, when I travel, it's like I got Okay. It's not. A, I, people are going to get mad at me for this. It's not an aesthetics thing. Obviously, with you, I'm just saying. For me, I know that the back. It just makes like you sure. guys know when you see the girl choice. at the airport. I'm the medical choice. Yeah, but you know the girl at the airport who like she got the big. I mean, I have big fucking bags. You want to see? I have an 80 pound. Do you know that I make all these Italian men carry my luggage up the steps, and I I Good. get I feel turned on. If for me, it's a. How many suitcases do you have with you? Because I get so stressed thinking about like a trip that long. Do you want to know? Yes. I have with me I'm two scared. 29-inch American tourist spinners. So the two big boys. That means boys. nothing to me. Okay. 29 inches, I could never tell you how long that is. Mm, okay. <laughs> well, uh, picture the biggest suitcase they sell at Marshall's, basically, the big okay. ones. I have two uh-huh. of those. Um, and then I have like my Weekender, which also has wheels, but it's like more of a duffel. That's, my, that's what I was going to tell you to get because then you can... It doesn't. What brand is that? It's La Sport Sack. La Sport Sack. Oh, right, right, right. But why I like it is that it doesn't look like the backpack with wheels. It's actually like a weekender with straps. And then very discreetly, there are wheels. So if you are dying to wheel it through the airport, you can. It's mm-hmm. the best I bag I've that. ever owned. I love it so much. But these bags, I left. I have luggages right now. Are you ready? I have things in 
New York at my storage place. In Miami, I left stuff at my parents. By the way, you want to talk about online shopping? Every day my mom texts me. She goes, Michelle, we got a big box from Zara. I don't know what to do with it. I'm like, just <laughs> hang it up and I'll be back. I'm ordering to their house. They're no. going to fucking kill me. Then just I put have it on the mannequins. Just put it on the mannequins. <laughs> <laughs> then I have a massive duffel at the hotel I stay in in London with like all kinds of shit. Also Zara stuff in there. I have one of my luggages in Milan at the hotel that I was staying at there. And then my stuff here. So I have shit literally spread across the globe. That's stressing me out. I love it. It makes me feel, it. it makes me feel like I'll go back, you know, like the London yeah, place. I have you're to go global. back. I'm global. You're a global girl. You're a global yeah, girl. You're global and you need, and you need, and you need items everywhere. You I need just items need everywhere. things. Like I have, <laughs> you, you, I think a girl should have a suitcase and a lover in every city. Um, I'm working on it. I'm working on it, but I have, wait, can I tell you a really funny story? Please. Okay. And you know what? I hope he listens because who gives a fuck anymore? Nothing matters. You know what I mean? I was seeing someone this summer, very nice guy, hot, British, fine. It ended. I went back to New York. It wasn't really meant to be, but weirdly, he reminded me of the man I lost my virginity to. So I had a fondness for him. You know what I mean? Like when you associate in your mind visually, like I still Mm -hmm. like it ended, but I wasn't like, fuck that guy. Like I still was like, okay, that was nice. You know, we weren't long-term match. Fine. We didn't speak since then. That was in, uh, let's say mid-September. So you're going to shit. So two nights ago, I know what's today. Yeah. Two nights ago, Saturday night, I'm asleep. I'm, I'm in Italy. He probably has no idea. 5 AM. I don't know. I wake up in the morning to all of these, um, WhatsApp messages from him at like four in the morning. And I'm like, oh my God, God. he must've gotten like completely wasted and just like messaged me. But one of the things, one of the issues I had with him was like his lack of communication. Like he would take forever to write back. And as an anxious communicator, that did not work for me. The other thing was he never paid me a compliment. It happens anyway. Oh. <laughs> and yeah, I poor things, but ultimately a nice person, like no hard feelings, you know what I mean? And also like, whatever. Anyway. So, and like, we have good memories. Fine. So, um, I decide I'm not going to open it right away because like, I'm going to give him a taste of his own medicine. And also I there happened to have a date yesterday. So I was like, I'm going out with someone. It was fine. Um, and it was nice actually, but I was like, I have things to do today. So when I'm done getting ready in this date, whatever, I'll, I'll text him back. So around six o'clock yesterday, I open up the messages. <laughs> I'm dying laughing. And he has like four messages saying, oh, I was watching this. It made me think of you, whatever. And then like 10 missed calls. Okay. Like red missed call, missed call, missed call, missed call. And I'm just like, oh my God. what? Like, I didn't know that in the notifications, it didn't come up. You know what I mean? It was just, Oh my God. So I was just like, what the fuck? Like, I mean, he must've been, he was British. He must've been like fucking shit faced out of his mind. But in the middle of these missed calls, he writes, are you trying to call me? Which I'm like, wait, but I was fast asleep. Like I was not awake. So I don't know. And so I wrote back at like six 30 yesterday being like, Hey, I don't know what happened. I was asleep. He doesn't know I'm in Italy by the way, but whatever. I was like, I was asleep, but it was, you know, nice to hear from you. And then I made, you know, commented on the thing that he was watching. He never wrote back. And I'm like, I need to crack this mystery now because first of all, it's funny to get ghosted after someone who was clearly, I'm sure, inebriated. I'm, I have to figure this out. How on earth while I'm asleep, even if I called him once, let's say like leaned on the phone over and over and over again. But how did that, what happened? I don't know. Do you take anything to sleep? I took a melatonin, but not like anything. That's no. nothing. No, 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 no I don't. Yeah, yeah, would, no, Ambien, nothing. And, and when you looked, when you looked at your call logs, 
There was no trace of having called. So, so here's what I don't understand in WhatsApp. Let me open it. I'm so afraid to open okay. my phone. I'm like afraid of my phone now. You know that feeling? I'm going to open. I'm going to open my WhatsApp. It says too. calls and it says missed eight. So that means he called me. Yes, right. absolutely. Mean, okay. Yeah. So he has Maybe a drinking is- problem. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Because when you call someone, it says outgoing. Yeah, this was not outgoing. This was, but it's like, what happened? So anyway, I just want to feel vindicated because I, for like five minutes, felt embarrassed. Like, wait, did I wake up and in the throes of, you know, passion think like I have to talk to him now? You know what I mean? Oh my God. So I used to like, I used to, oh. Guys ahead, will try all sorts of ways to um like make you feel crazy kooky. reconnect without like making themselves vulnerable. That was I feel like that was one of those like interesting. But calling guy. me eight times. Hold on one second. <laughs> I gotta charge my battery. Eight times is so or he calls oh, wait, my battery's too. dying too. One sec, one sec, one sec. It's like uh oh, are you there? It's like eight times is one thing. Oh great. Something changed. Uh oh no, it sounds good. Eight times is one thing, but like, fine, you call once, twice, but then him saying, are you trying to call me? He keeps dialing the dial button. Something's up. No, Something's he's up. Anyway, if he's, he's listening to this, you can write back. We'll, we don't have to see each other again. It's all good. <laughs> like, whatever. I would like for, I would like for you to have him on this podcast as a guest. And <laughs> yeah. Kind of work this out live. I actually. How was your date last night? It was a lunch date, actually, because of my, um, well, it was going to be a dinner date Saturday, but then I was robbed. So I had to move it. Um, It was okay. He was nice. Older man. First date? First date. Um, What, like 50s? Well, I think he's lying about his age. I I pray he never listens to this. He's a very sweet guy. He's a very sweet guy. Are you calling me? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And again, eight missed calls. That's the new name of my (laughs) podcast. No, um, nice guy. Um, professional had a nice job. Very, very nice. You know, he doesn't live here. He lives like a bit out. And I think I swear to God, if I wanted an Italian husband, I swear, like in literally two seconds, I could make a life here. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I don't know. But let's talk Italian men quickly um my experience cat is that they are all pretty gross and i'll say this i've been in a out a lot here um it just seems like especially as an american they're all just looking for an opportunity to fuck you like that's it yeah oh absolutely but i i only had i had experience with two yeah i had experience with two italian men who were best friends when i was like 19 in london and one of them taught me how to smoke a cigarette hot wow. i didn't know i didn't i didn't know i'll never forget when i first like i didn't know how to inhale and so when they taught me and i was like whoa and i was like about to pass out you know and you yes. you're like oh my god what the fuck is this shit yeah um and then i ended up kind of hooking up with both of them um one just blow job one full fucking pen wow but because of the full because of the full pen i actually almost missed a train to amsterdam so as i was leaving i was like oh fuck this like i was really, i was like drunk and like it was 4 a.m and i was like fuck 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 and then i got all these messages from him afterwards being like why you say fuck me why you say fuck you you're so like he was like mad at me and then i never saw them again but anyways oh they were hot. they're very they were hot. um i'll say this they are the kings of the neg they really go mm. out of their way to neg you as a woman and it's um oh. it's really hard and I, i'll say this I don't even know where to begin. Like I, cause I've been out here, like I've been going out and they're all hot. Like they're good looking and this and that, but they're just such assholes. Like I cannot stand a neg. I, I, it makes me, it makes me feel insane. I'm like, I've been, I've been, I've been so mean to myself for so many years and I'm finally like 
think I'm attractive and confident. And so for you to put me down does not turn me on in any way. It's not even physical. I, I'm with you. Same 100%. It's not even like yeah. physical put downs. It's more... Um, Gaslighting almost. I don't, I'll, I'll give you the story. Why not? I love that I'm just telling all my shit. This is what C- the Seek Treatment Duo does to me. For those who have listened this whole show. No, I had a date with one guy who was very handsome. He looked like Liam Neeson, but even handsomer, like very tall, good looking guy. He's a tour guide. Okay. Which whatever, who cares? I mean, I'm, I'm not looking to get married to these people, but also here's the thing. Yes, I'm not some kind of prude, but you can't be a fucking asshole. I'm not just going to sleep with you on the first date. Like you have to earn it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So totally. you get it. So, um, he took me on a tour of this town. I was freezing and miserable. I was so bored, but I was like trying to be nice because you're on this date. You know what I mean? And I was like, yeah, whatever. Okay, fine. After an hour, I was like, I'm freezing. Can we go have like a drink or something? Like I can't feel my fingers. <laughs> and an hour later, after like a drink or two, he goes, just admit it. You went out with me for the free tour. I was like, and by the way, we were getting along. Like I wasn't, what? I wasn't um, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? We were having a nice conversation. It wasn't like I was being a bitch or anything like that. Like we were, I'm not, mean on dates, you know, but I think that's what I mean. He was trying to twist it. Like, Oh my God, I would never, what? And I said, it's like, Prove to me that this wasn't just about the tour by having sex. If, exactly. If it wasn't just about the exactly. Tour. And he went, you came, you just wanted the free tour. And I was like, I was miserable on the tour. That's what I said. I was like, I was <laughs> oh my God. freezing cold. And I said, I was being polite <laughs> because you were clearly excited to give me the tour. So I was being nice, but don't twist things into that. I came here for the free. I hate tours. Like yes. I actually don't like going on tours. And, um, and I said, and don't pretend. <laughs> I wish I could see a video. I want, I, I want so badly video footage of this conversation. And I said to I go, and don't pretend like you're not getting something out of being able to practice your English on an American who's here. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So please. Anyway, we made out. They love that. We made out. I mean, he was, you know, <laughs> because you, it's like, ugh, I don't even know. I didn't it's let like, it. I didn't let him walk me home because I genuinely thought if I, show him the door to where I'm staying. You know what I mean? Like there is that fear here that I don't ever have. And certainly in England, rarely, if ever, have I been on a date with anyone in London and been like, I'll get out here, you know, don't worry about it. And yet here, pretty much every single one, the guy yesterday was nice, but pretty much every single one, I'm like, I'm good. Bye. Like, I don't want them to know where I'm staying. Mm, Wow. Yeah. That's scary. It's not great, but I'm having the time of my life. And, uh, and yeah, I don't know anything else to close out this fabulous hour with two of my genuinely family. You know, I always say that I only am friends with three to four comedians and you're two of them. So. Oh my gosh. You're one of my favorites. Angelo brought me the phone um, the other day and he was like, Michelle's like one of the all time greats. And it was when you were on, um, when you were on Watch What Happens Live and those two girls called in, you're like, I loved you in The Shining. <laughs> <laughs> you were laughing so hard. Oh, my God. That. They had no idea what I was saying. They were just like, Andy, <laughs> great job. <laughs> One of the best nights of my life was when we did that weird um, oh God. show at that old house. With oh, my God. Creighton. So fun. You, you were making, that, I, was, I always remember that night because Brian, Brian and I had like just kind of started. We, were, we had, it was like early days in our relationship. Hashtag early days. And when you went on stage and I was watching you, he was like, I've never actually seen you laugh like at another comedian like that. Because I was just like bent over crying. Yeah. Because we make each other laugh because we're funny. And that's the gift. That's the gift of it's the secret. Being funny is not such a crazy idea. That's how it should work. Um, thank and you for like having that. us on the pot. That's oh. how it should work. And just like that. Should I not have said full pen? I guess it's fine. Do you have, did I make your podcast disgusting? Wait, I think that's hilarious. I actually laughed. Are you out of your mind? Kat Cohen, 
Pat Regan. Seek Treatment is the podcast. Uh, every week you bring on the most interesting guests. The, also the banter, the ba-a, the ba-a between you two. Yes. It's just brilliant. It's just brilliant. Thank you so much. I love you both. Thank you, Misha. Uh, love to the Hacks Writers Room. Please tell them. And I will. You know, they are, they're all obsessed with you. I know they were going to put me in the season one and like a bit part. And then COVID, like the, I was like, I'll risk it on a flight. They were like, no, but yeah, I'll be, I'm <laughs> they got to get you in season two, season two, right. Any part for me. You, I mean, literally just the local I'm- cleaning lady in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> so we got, you know, I want to be, I want to be the local bar maiden in, in hack season two. Yeah. I'm wearing like a German, like frilly blouse with my tits up. And I'm like, who wants a beer? You got to I call <laughs> it Amadeus thing. I think here's my audition. Ready? Can I get you guys anything else? Wait, let me do it again. Oh, that's good. <laughs> wait, wait, let me put you on tape. Let me put you on tape. Put me on tape. Michelle Collins, six foot one. Can I get you guys anything else? You're good? Great, I'll bring the check. That was good. I would die. Great. I would <laughs> die if that was your part on the show. I would, I would rewind it a million times and watch, 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 watch what happens live. Okay, so I say London, seek treatment plus mission London. February. Oh my day. God. That would be, that would be heaven. heaven to see treatment in London plus me. No, that's happening. I gotta get my, I gotta go Okay, it's happening. All right. Get a All passport. Right. Love you guys. Um, love you. Go be released. Be free. Love you both. Thanks for doing this. And bye thank guys. You so much guys. Thank you for having us. Thanks for listening to Midnight Snack. You can follow me at Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I hope people who I talked about aren't listening. Bye. Midnight Snack is an Earwolf production, executive produced by me, Michelle Collins. Our producer is Anita Flores, and our sound engineer is Sam Kiefer. Special thanks to my friend Dan Acton. You can listen to our ad-free episodes on Stitcher Premium. For a free one-month trial, use the code SNACK. Please rate and review Midnight Snack and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. You can follow us on Twitter at MNightSnackPod. That's M-N-I-G-H-T-S-N-A-C-K-P-O-D. I love spelling. Midnight Snackers, we would love to hear from you. Send us your feedback, questions, or topics we should chat about. You can leave us a voicemail on our party line at 331-901-0005 or drop us a line at MidnightSnack at Earwolf.com. For more of me, tune in to The Michelle Collins Show live weekday mornings from 7 a.m. Eastern Time on Radio Andy, Sirius XM 102, and on the Sirius XM app. You can also follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Mishkoll, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear this show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things. Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.